0: podcast. I am Brianna Hansen, And as always, I am glad you're listening. On this podcast, we're going to talk about happiness. And we're going to add in a sprinkle of comedy. Or maybe we're going to talk about comedy and add in a sprinkle of happiness. Either way, we're going to make it a podcast where we just talk about those two things in conjunction with each other in some capacity, because I think that we should talk about them in conjunction with each other a lot more than we do in our current dialogue. That was a whole lot of dialects that we're mixing up here all at once. Um, I'm excited for this uh, podcast that you're listening to today because today we're going to talk about listening. It's odd to say that you're listening to a podcast and then I'm going to talk about listening because obviously you already know what to do. If you're listening, you're doing it. But I think that what I want to talk about in terms of listening, specifically, friends, is listening... Like in the act of a one-on-one conversation. It's one thing to go into like a podcast and know that you're gonna be listening. Because that's what you do on a podcast. You play it in your car when you're stuck in traffic or on your way to work or on a road trip. Are you on a road trip? Pay attention to that road, dangerous out there on the road. Or when you're doing dishes or when you're cleaning around the house, whatever it is. That I mean, you know that you're kind of in it in a listening zone then. But I think sometimes we forget how valuable listening is when it comes to like one-on-one interactions, when it comes to to being in a group setting, to really giving your attention to someone. I talked about this in a previous podcast. Um, I talked about being listened to. I was in Chicago and I um, got pulled up on stage and to, to be with this particular improv group that was been together for a long time. It was really, really good. And I remember that was one of the first experiences I had of, in that capacity at least, being extremely listened to. And the reason that that I think was so dramatic for me was not only w- was everything heightened because it was improv and it was on a stage and there were lots of people listening at once, but I think it was it was heightened because that was the first time I realized what an active choice listening is. It's one thing to be the one not talking. It's one thing to be the one where when someone's talking to you, to be taking in what someone's saying and and just, you know, taking it in. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm gonna cut because I'm I'm gonna come right back but I'm gonna pause this because freaking crazy person upstairs is Chatty McChatterson and I I can hear her and it's distracting me from listening to myself and therefore being present with you. So just wait, oh, hold on. And it's ironic that everyone's talking during the listening podcast, but whatever, I will do my best to concentrate and be here presently with you. But I was talking about active listening. So uh, the time in Chicago that I was on stage and I was listened to so intensely really awakened my mind to what is active listening listening. And I do think uh, as much as I talk about my improv experience, I, I think that this particular uh, skill of listening, I don't know if I can say like I was, I'm a better listener for having done improv because, you know, I through improvisation is the only way you can learn to listen. But I do know that I learned the value of listening, not only, you know, while practicing it in an improv scene, but then translating it to my real life, to real life's you know, scenarios where you're sipping on a coffee mug, not just pretending to be sipping on a coffee mug because it's improv. Um, and for those of you who know, that's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite type of space work is just to sip on a coffee mug. I don't know why. I don't know why it feels comforting. It's also one of my real life favorite things to do, to sip on a coffee mug, Good latte with my Nespresso. I love my little Nespresso with my lattes in the morning. It's like my favorite thing. I, in fact, am way too caffeinated as a result because I just like making them and drinking them so much that I have a few too many. Anyway, uh, the point that I was trying to make was the active listening. So in improv, in the study of improvisation especially, because you are making up everything that you're doing and saying on the spot in agreement with another person over whom you have no control you really do have to be actively listening to not only how what they say, but how they say it, the way in which they say it, the movements they're making, the choices they're making, all this stuff. To, so you have to turn on this hyper-awareness uh, to listen to them. And so it's interesting to me because I have translated that into my real life without knowing it. Perhaps it's because I spent so many years and so many thousands of dollars studying improv and really loving it and teaching it. But I, I realized that when you turn on that heightened listening, it's effective in real life because, I mean, the benefit we have of improv is any and improvisation is anything is possible because you know it's make believe, it's all make believe, and it's not you're not really holding a parrot next to you, you're pretending that you are, and everyone is in agreement that you're pretending to hold a parrot. In real life, if I were to pet a parrot that no one else sees, it doesn't it doesn't make that parrot real. It makes everyone around me worried for my sanity. Um, but but the. I am still actively creating a situation or scenario with someone else when I'm with someone else and talking to someone else that I need to be present for and in agreement with in some capacity even if I disagree with what the content of what they're saying I can agree that they're saying it or agree for the reasoning behind it you know what I mean I mean like so many times in in and good people they're not bad people I I know a guy who was a very good person and a good guy, and I can and he listens twenty percent of the time. He listens twenty percent of the time and listen and I chat with him a lot. So you know it's not like it's not like, a, but that twenty percent doesn't add up to you know having a lot of interactions with him and a lot of conversations and a lot of sharing on my end. But I can see it immediately when he stopped listening. I can see in conversations that he's having when he's simply waiting for the other person to stop speaking. And the gift that you can give someone else of truly listening and truly being present is phenomenal. To listen 100% of the time to 100% of what someone's saying and to let them think it out and let them talk it out without judgment is like such a gift of connection that you can give to another person. I know that like a lot of times when I'm I try to practice I try to practice active listening so regularly so that I hope in any given conversation no matter what the outcome no matter what it is I'm I'm 90% always on and sometimes I am 100% on and sometimes I'm 50% on because I've just been out of practice or I haven't thought about it or for whatever reason I've gotten to a comfort level with this person and this conversation and in this interaction that I feel like I can, I can keep talking, but there, there's little elements to active listening. I mean, I suggest honestly taking an improv class, a good one. Oh, oh then again, I, I kind of hate all classes because I think they squash creativity in some ways. But there are elements of improvisation that really do like listening that really can you know, benefit you and, and you can improve from. But um, what I mean specifically is like when you're active listening, a, a certain skill, for instance, don't interrupt, just don't interrupt. I want you to do me a favor. If you are interested in practicing active listening, which I hope you are. I hope these podcasts inspire you to try something outside of your comfort zone. But if if have a conversation with someone, have a good conversation with someone without an agenda and just wait till they're done speaking and pause before you start speaking again to make sure that they're done and then start speaking and watch yourself for how many times you want to and or accidentally and in up interrupting that person. I like I said pride myself on being a good listener. I really try and be open and actively listening. But there are times when I get really excited, or there are times when I get really passionate or adamant about something and I interrupt. I do, and I and I notice it immediately and I I try and fix it immediately by by either apologizing, letting some letting them finish or whatever it is. But I interrupting someone is inherently saying to them, what you're saying isn't important. I'm more important than you. Whether or not you mean to do that, it's the act, it's the feeling that they get. Think about the times you've been interrupted. And let's flip it too. If you're going to watch how many times you've been interrupted as a fun exercise in learning how to listen better, be a more active, effective, open listener, watch how it feels when you get interrupted and watch how many people interrupt you. It's It's crazy. We're in a communication hiatus, even though we're, we're talking and hearing each other more than ever, we're in a hiatus of who's actually listening because that's another thing. Like we I mean, I'll go back to the skills here in a second, but there is a huge difference between listening to someone and hearing someone, hearing someone is not being affected by them. And, and, and I am not saying you should go around and, cause there's a lot of jabber, jarble, jargon, garble that people say that, uh, are, is very hurtful. So I, do, I don't think you need to constantly, you know, be affected by what someone's saying in the negative way. Like if someone says you're ugly, like let's, let's not, you know, hear it, but maybe, uh, when you listen to that listen so actively that when they say you're ugly you can you can listen to what they're actually saying which is i'm sad or i'm insecure you know there's something beyond what they're saying and and go back and practice what we talked about before with the delusional podcast if you don't you know actually believe that that person thinks that's what they're saying well practice a little delusion up in there sprinkle another one of those skills maybe you've been thinking about or working on and and tell yourself that's why they're saying it whether or not it's true and whether or not they'll ever get there, then that's fine. But, you know, that's why they're saying it. Uh, another active... Uh, so I so the whole point of that being just to hear someone is not to be listening to them. Listening is such an active, active um, skill. It's truly like it's not waiting your turn to speak. And watch when people that's... Okay, let's go back to the skills. So uh, are the things that you can do. Watch when you see someone who is waiting their turn to speak, whether you're in the conversation with them or they're in the conversation with you. You can tell when it happens because there's a shift that happens in their eyes and their face and their body immediately when they're ready to talk. And then if they're trying to be polite, they will simply wait for you or wait for a moment when you take a breath or you take a pause and then they'll interject. And then and when you see it then you're like, "Oh, that's what happens with this guy that I talk to a lot." Like, and he's a very good human. I don't mean to take that away, but he is not an active listener at all. And so if when I chat with him, I know that I only have a couple sentences before he's gone, and that's fine. You know, I I can get a couple sentences in of whatever I want to share and then we move on and then it's about him and then and it's fine and then I turn into the active listener and that's cool. That's a cool thing. Whatever. I don't need to share all my business with everyone ever. I don't need to be the one always talking, even though I am the one always talking on these things. I don't need that. You know, you can just be um, present and listening. And and I see him in conversation with others. I see him interrupting and interjecting and and saying no, 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 and you know, and uh, changing up what they're saying. And, and it's like. You know, I don't want to have a sit down and have a listening talk with him because it's not there's no point uh, but I, I see it and I think to myself like I don't want to, I'm aware that that's someone I don't want to be in terms of how they converse because I want to always be open the beauty of learning listening through improvisation is you have to actively listen to the other person because neither of you in an improvised scene or Or scenario has any idea what's actually happening, and so by listening to the other person, you're allowing them to help you carry the burden of what the hell's going on in this scenario or situation. You can uh, listen for gifts that they give you of who you are and how you feel, or some choice that they've made on their end that you can respond to. Those are all gifts, and and you have to listen for them because if you're both in talking about two separate things, and then you never actually get to the point where you, you know learn what's actually going on because nothing's actually going on. It's just two egocentric people chatting nonstop, trying to be funny. God, can you hear my neighbor speaking of listening? I'm so sorry. Part of the reason I'm talking like both loud and constantly in this particular episode, not taking as many pauses because I just don't want you to be able to hear her. So I'm trying to just like get it all out so that you can't blah, 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 do lots of guttural vocal sounds to keep your attention on me because I don't want to lose you, especially during the listening podcast. This is what I'll say too for improvisational training in general as a, as a better person. Not only have I to become a, I don't want to say better, but a more well-rounded and genuine better listener because of the ways that I've applied that to my life. The biggest reason I stayed away from stand-up comedy uh, was because I found stand-ups to not be as good as at listening. Because there is at least a general stereotype that stand-up comedians are are much more into their ego and they're much more into, you know, uh, being the funniest one in the room and they're the ones who just wait for their turn to talk or interrupt you and don't think twice of it. And improvisers, um, at least the training that you do and then the pra- what you practice for your outcome, it's the opposite. You know, the best ones are really active listeners and they're really waiting for the last thing that you say and they're really, you know, wanting you to be um, – as active in the conversation as they are, they don't need to be the funniest one. They need to just be in conjunction with you. They're yes, anding, whatever you say. So, I shied away from it. I, I'll, I will say, I found that a lot of stand-up comedians are not that way. They're great listeners. In fact, the best stand-up comedians are really good lis- at listening to your entire body, the way that you know what you're saying, how you're saying it, because they're actively taking notes for a bit or how they feel about themselves and stuff. Like it's not, it's an unfair stereotype, but, but the. General idea behind it is is somewhat true. You don't when you're by yourself, you cannot listen. And that's that's honestly one of the reasons I I love doing this podcast. But I would like to transform it in some ways to a conversation with others, like have live shows. I have a couple I, ideas for upcoming podcasts um, with other people because I so love and value having direct conversation, getting to be in conversation with someone. Another reason I think it's important to be an active listener is, God, doesn't it feel good to get listened to? I hope you've had the experience of being really listened to because... It's a gift that you are being given. It's not only a gift to give active listening to someone and to really be present with them without an agenda, but it's it's a gift to be listened to. So much so that in uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I mean, one of the things that he talks about, I haven't even read it. Uh, I've read Cliff's notes and been talked about it a whole lot, but maybe I'll have read it by the time this podcast comes out. But either way, it'll be in the show notes, a link to it. But one of the things that uh, he talks about is the fact that you, uh, people love talking about themselves because we do, we love talking about ourselves. So if you're in an interview situation or a scenario in which you want to make the other person, and this is not to be manipulative, this is again, a gift to make the other person feel really good about themselves. And as a result, feel good about you. Let them talk about themselves and be interested in it and be an active listener as they're talking about themselves. Find you know a curiosity in whatever it is they're talking about. I talk about this a lot, um, but I love anyone with a passion. I don't care what your passion is. I, I care that you're creative and passionate about something, something, anything. I don't care what it is. And if you can find that passion in someone in, in a life experience or whatever it is they're doing, you can really connect with them by listening to them talk about their passion, asking questions about it and learning about it. It's so cool. It's how I've gotten to be a really good at dating, <laughs> not because I'm actively trying to manipulate men to fall in love with me, though I am, but because I am so interested in genuinely when someone's passionate about something, because I don't know anything about anything. So if you can introduce me to a world that I don't know anything about, I'm going to have a lot of follow-up questions and be actively listening to you because you're excited and passionate about something. And as a result, you're probably going to like having me around because you get to talk about the thing that you love, yourself and your passion. And I like having people around that let me talk about myself and my passions, And I will say, I am particularly picky, not only about my company in general and people that I work with, but I am very picky about people who listen. I have a lot of friends, uh, but my most cherished ones and the relationships that I truly care about are with those who listen. And it's so interesting because as humans, we really have for years and years developed an evolution that we overlook now, I think in modern times, we overlook the fact that we are excellent natural listeners. We've been listening to the sounds of the environment around us for years and years and years. And the the way that we connect and communicate with others and to ourselves and and everything, we've been listening to that. And now we have the comfort of, you know, a modernized life that we don't necessarily have to tap into that. So we get lazy about it. We hear more, but man, those skills are still there. How obvious is it? when someone immediately isn't listening to you. I'm sorry, for me it is it is an obvious like light turns off, light turns on. It is the most it's clear as can be when someone is not listening. That doesn't make them bad, that doesn't make them, you know, negative. It's just my awareness that they've stopped listening. So I can change up what I'm saying, I can change the conversation, I can switch it, I can depending on the scenario do whatever. But it's true like even on the phone, I I am lucky I have wonderful, great parents, both of whom are excellent active listeners, but I will give my dad some crazy good credit. Maybe it's just from years of uh, raising me and being married to my mother, both of whom can talk, but he is such a good and active listener that sometimes people are like, why do you talk to your dad so much? I'm like, because he's the best listener that's ever existed. This is like such a good, and in fact, this podcast is coming out on his birthday. So happy birthday, Daddy! If you're listening to this, which is funny to say, if you're listening, because I don't even think you listen to my podcast, which is fine. You don't have to. You got a lot to do, Um, but you know, I know you want to do other things. You don't have to always follow my shit. But um, but he's such a good listener, and it's such a gift to be in conversation. Like I talk to him all the time because I love the feeling of being listened to, and I know that he's listening without agenda. And he just, you know. Follows, it's just always a, a really nice conversation. And I can hear on the phone when something else is going on with anyone uh, that I'm talking to and they're not listening. We think we can get away with not listening, but we so can't. We can't. And then when you catch someone who's not listening to you, uh, how does that feel? It's similar to being interrupted in that it feels shitty. It feels kind of crappy. It feels like someone's saying, you're not important enough for me to listen to. You're not important enough for me to give a shit about. And and although. You know, there are definitely people that are not important to me, you know, because not everyone can be very important to you because that'd be exhausting, but there are a lot of people who are. And to me, if someone's consistently giving off the vibe of you're not important enough to me, well then, you know, it's not a relationship that I need to spend a lot of time and investment in. I can do what I need to do with it and, and move on. It's validation of, you know, your, I don't want to say importance. It's just Validation. When you're listened to, and uh, I highly encourage you to become an active listener. And although I'm talking about especially in conjunction with uh, the people around you, I'll 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 end on this. Don't forget to listen to yourself. Don't forget to listen to your own gut and your own emotions, because we are all intuitive creatures, and we really are in can be in really good touch with the world around us and what would be the path to our ultimate happiness and following our passion and, and everything. And I think so many times because it's scary or because we mute the voice or because the you know, it's beaten out of us by the systems of our society to not be creative and to not be intuitive and to follow linear thinking only. And I think that, you know, there's some element there that, that's taken out. But I think if you really do get in touch with yourself, you can you can listen to it. And there's a great conversations to be had with your own gut. There's great conversations to be had with your intuition and and the more you listen to it, the louder that voice becomes and then the more you can constantly pursue and follow whatever will make you happiest in that moment because you're in touch with that, whatever that divine spark is inside of us, divine or not, whatever that just instinct is, however you want to label it or consider it. I know that when I am in conversation with it, when I, when I hunker down, if I have a big question or something happens, I, I stop and listen to my gut. I get quiet and I ask it questions because the, uh, the answer to me becomes so obvious. Something if something I don't, you know, even just listening to my body when my body wants to exercise, I I need to go exercise it. Because the more I ignore it, the worse the problem becomes and then I get out of touch and the voice becomes fainter and then all of a sudden I'm an asshole for no reason. <laughs> and the reason is because I should have gone exercising. I talk about this sometimes too. I'm, I'm off and on a vegetarian and I'm not, uh, I'm currently at the point of recording this podcast, not, I'm very omnivorous, very carnivorous at the moment. But part of that is because I just, I listened to my body and there were periods of time where I just didn't want meat. I didn't want it. And I went years, I went vegan for a while and, and I just, I was fine and I didn't crave anything and it was great for me and good. And then And I went vegetarian for a while and it was, you know, off and on for literally decades. And then a a couple years ago, I just, I craved meat again. I woke up one day and craved meat and none of the adverse side effects of eating meat from having not eaten it for years happened to me when I started eating meat again because my body wanted it. And if I go a day without wanting meat, then I'm, I'm not like, I have to get meat in today. I'm just like, I guess it's just vegetarian today. You know, it's just, but that's because I try and be always in response to it. And giving it what it wants. I can I can tell when I'm thirsty or when something is a result of just, you know, a problem, not getting enough sleep or whatever. And we forget that we can have conversations with ourselves. Listen, I live alone. I talk to myself a lot. And uh, those conversations are some of the best. Some of the best. I always say, if you're not talking to yourself, you're missing out on some great, great conversations. So listen up, you know, try it before you buy it, sucker! This ending has been brought to you by the 90s. All right, that is the podcast uh, for today, friends. I hope you enjoyed it. Show notes and more of the stuff that we talked about uh, at briannahanson.com. Uh, these podcasts come out every other Tuesday on the iTunes. So if you're listening to it, go ahead and subscribe for free and maybe give it a little rating and comment, uh, because that helps people find the podcast. Lots of ways to contact me on my website with the show notes. I want to hear from you. I want to hear about times that you've been listened to people in your life who actively listen and those who don't times, uh, you know, that you found yourself improving your listening skills and then, you know, getting worse at them because that also happens, uh, you know, it's a cycle like anything else. So... Hop on board and let me know how it goes. Okay, friends, until next episode, listen. Bye. That one was like 10 seconds. Pretty good, pretty good. I've actually never timed it before, but that one was pretty good. Felt good. Okay, bye.